Welcome back to episode 146 of the Blockrunner podcast. Here is where we discuss the latest developments in cryptocurrency while we make this new technology relatable to you. You can watch this podcast on our YouTube channel to follow along with our discussion. As always, I'm your host, William, talking with your co-host, Iman, and here are some of the topics we discuss today. First up, we talk about our Rovi AI chat being launched. Next, the SEC is cracking down on crypto, saying that most of it is a security. Then, the power dynamics between big corporations and everyday people are shifting because of crypto. And finally, Yuga Labs launches a new product that will change NFTs called 12-fold on Bitcoin. All right, let's listen in. Welcome back to episode 146 of the Block Runner Podcast. I'm your host, William, always here with your co-host, Iman going on dude what's up and on the sticks we got tj hello all right i see you got the metaverse open we, still of course dude the metaverse <laughs> is life you want to it really is let's do like a nice little a tour yeah just show you guys what we've been uh so for you listeners audio listeners definitely recommend checking out the youtube video because uh dude decentraland has changed quite a bit i i would say yeah it has since we first started this uh, whole endeavor i'd say three years ago roughly <laughs> Here it is, dude. Yeah. This is the community of Decentraland, the number one open Web3 metaverse in existence. The entire spectrum of wearables is here. Yeah, you might notice like the, the avatars, they have a lot more life than what they used to. Yeah. And they could dance a lot better than they used to. Yeah. So like a, <laughs> a lot of things contributed to this, you know, basically opening up creativity to the community has kind of like... Has blossomed into... Uh greatness yeah i would say so this is the, this is what we imagine the metaverse to be right like the weirdest fucking place you could actually yeah. like agreed pour it into agreed yeah dude look at you you're like this buff white looking thing alien alien dude with the metazone spectacles on yeah <laughs> even though you can't even see your the goggles that are underneath your alien hat yeah <laughs> then you have a little baby alien on your back dude and one on your hat like what the hell is this yeah yeah only in the metaverse dude yeah <laughs> Wasn't that one uh, of our catchphrases? Or like only in the metaverse? No, no, never leave the metaverse. Never leave, yeah. Yeah. So this is a fashion show going on right now. So yeah, shout out Meta Party. Meta Party's fashion show. Yeah. So if you guys ever want to get a firsthand peek at the spectacle of the metaverse, I think the fashion metaverse fashion week begins very soon, right? Yeah. In December. I think uh, what was it? I think in April, right? No, no. I want to say March. March. It's March. <clears throat> yeah, we'll put a link. If possible, in the description to that event, that way you guys could check it out. I would say that's one of Decentraland's probably biggest annual events because they actually attract like some of the biggest brands. That's true. They got like Dolce and Gabbana. Dolce, yeah. They got I don't know. I'm not too. Yeah, all the fashion brands. <laughs> yeah, I'm struggling to like recall some of them. Yeah, but they exist. They're yeah. out there. <laughs> and fashion's a big deal, dude. It's a big market. So. And by the way, Meta Party is making a bunch of metas. That are oh, going to be deployable across multiple lands. And uh, so they got a grant for that. And uh, we're working with them to build that out. So basically, they're they're contributing to like the distributed ecosystem model. That that's right. MetaZone enables. So that's, that's yeah, big. You came up with a, a handy sort of depiction of what that is. So like it's a grid. <laughs> yeah. It's basically empty. Yeah. Brands basically purchase land and like deploy like their yeah. little you know coca-cola or whatever it is disney <laughs> yeah. in that little in that like a grid in a grid a, yeah and they're like on an island yeah. and then us is if we were to work with those brands they would be in on all the entire grid correct metazone is the technology behind metazone enables like a brand to be hosted yeah on behalf of all the users of the metaverse right the owners and the operators of the land itself so that way you don't have to like pigeonhole your brand's presence to just like a singular location yeah. within the metaverse, right? You could be literally on every single plot. That's right. If you create the right content and if you leverage MetaZones to, you know, yeah. the potential of the platform. So yeah, that's kind of like the big thing we've been working on for the last three years, almost. Oh, it's been a while, dude. We've been working on MetaZone for a while. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> yeah, we're starting to... Uh, I guess working, trying to identify some good partnerships to that's right hook up with because I think uh, we do need to navigate and guide the world right because they're coming in to participate in this. Everybody wants some kind of presence right in the in the metaverse. Yeah, so it's like okay, you guys are having a fashion week. We'll come and create a wearable line and yeah. you know we'll put it on some avatar and let that little dude walk 
across the stage. Yeah. Well, then we'll put it on Twitter that we're in the metaverse. Yeah, it's like a Coca Cola jacket, and that's that's it. Like <laughs> or that, yeah, yeah. And or well, yeah, we're uh, Domino's Pizza. Yeah, we'll we'll just throw up this like scene on a two by two parcel. Yeah, and it looks like an actual typical franchise physical location just just so we could you know take 360 shots of that that scene yeah and put it on uh twitter yeah yeah and yeah we exist in the metaverse too right like that's the marketing angle all these big corporate companies are that's what they think is possible right yeah no there's there's actual monetization opportunity we call that the web 2.0 kind of frame of thought yeah so yeah it's um not really sustainable for the metaverse it doesn't get a lot of people involved you kind of deploy it like the web 2.0 version you deploy it and you, you kind of bring people to that one location have and like a party they disappear yeah party and then <laughs> yeah. they disappear and that's it yeah which i mean it's okay it's all right that's a that's a good start to dip your toes into the metaverse if you're a big you know c- company yeah you want you do want to kind of like understand like what is the rave all about right like why yeah. is zuckerberg you know risking his whole company <laughs> on this stuff yeah so it's not a bad entry point but the point is yeah if you're a business Anything you do is to what? Make money, right? Make money, push your brand. Yeah. Well, yeah. All create awareness. Things. Exactly. These are all very, you know, critical uh, components of, of a company's pushing, yeah, yeah, existence. existence. That's right. <clears throat> yeah. So I mean, that's what we're working for, working towards. So hopefully we'll have some big news to drop to you guys over the next coming months. You know? Yeah. So yeah, this is a meta party. We're here to hang out with them. And all right, so let's move on. Um, so there's other things happening in crypto besides the metaverse, right? I man. Uh, yeah. According to All In Podcast guys, yeah. like all of this is <laughs> for nothing, <laughs> right? That's what, you, that's what you were telling me. Yeah, yeah. So I've been listening <laughs> to the All In Podcast. Uh, it's a, a band of four like yeah. wealthy individuals. Very wealthy. Very wealthy. They're basically... Top tier VCs, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, one of the things that they've been saying on a regular basis, at least the last couple of weeks, is AI has a ton more use cases than crypto has ever had in like 15 years. 15 years? I don't even think crypto's been around that long, but... Well, since 2009, right? Uh, yeah, so... But I know what you're saying. Basically, years. since its inception point, it's like yeah. AI is like smoked us. Yeah. <laughs> Well, AI has been around for a lot longer too. Yeah, I think so. It's I mean, there's there is a movie called Artificial Intelligence called the AI. Yeah. With this kid man, from uh, the Sixth Sense, that same kid was like in a bunch of like big movies at the time and yeah, the yeah, late nineties. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I don't so, think I saw that one though. Yeah. But the concept of an artificial intelligence, yeah, it's yeah, probably it's, been around since probably like the freaking seventies. Yeah, 80s. at least at least you could you could foresee it right like you just understand what computation enables and it's like oh yeah. dude at some point this shit's gonna be like way more intelligent than any human on earth yeah it's like what are we gonna do once we can harness that yeah. you know so it's just, <laughs> here you go i guess you throw out some chat apps and all of a sudden everything yeah everything, everything, <laughs> everything else, else sucks, sucks. yeah <laughs> <laughs> and that's what i think i think these guys i mean obviously they're very smart guys uh, even as people as smart as them, I think you could still get yeah caught up in the wave, caught up in that psychology of okay, cryptos in the troughs. Yeah, <laughs> everybody hates it now, including those guys. They could, they probably got burnt on a few projects. They probably, and, yeah, investments. probably did. They're probably like, dude, all this shit we invest our money on, none of it did anything. <laughs> so they're like, fuck this stuff. And then they're probably putting money into these AI projects, and now they're flourishing. Yeah, because it's an AI movement at the moment, right? That's true. That's true. So they're like in a little bit of a euphoric stance as far as like what, but they're not wrong. AI is obviously very impactful. It is. It's going to change a lot of things. I'm like using six or seven different AI products right now <laughs> to do what as we speak. Why, dude? I'm, I'm doing a research on mm. on seeing if I can u- leverage a bunch of AIs to create a product. What do you mean? What kind of product? A uh, product where memberships are involved. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess we're going to be tight-lipped on that one or something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. But I get it. It's It it makes things more efficient, right? Well, it, it, it feels does. like you have a team around you. Uh, yeah, basically. Right? Yeah. With the AI. Like each app does its own job. Yeah. Right? One that like summarizes content and like condenses it down from like it's... Yeah almost unreadable format <laughs> yeah it, it reads basically youtube videos and that then too. it gives you tweets from it 
I, I I tried that one out. I wasn't that impressed with that. Uh, you you gotta work with it, dude. I mean, it's you gotta massage it. <laughs> you know what? Once I started using that app, though, um, it made me realize how important keeping up your social media presence is now because yeah. that app is supposed to you you kind of like tell it which one's yours, your social profile, yeah. and then it it reads all your own content. Yeah. And it's supposed to generate the tone and voice That's from right. that. That's right. And then I started realizing, dude, I tweet a bunch of trash. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's not gonna get anything good from my my Twitter page. Yeah. But those people, like you know, like a Maddie or something. Yeah. He was literally tweeting ten times a day. You could, you could, I think AI could read that and come up with a good. Yeah. For sure. Because that's what I don't want to do. I don't want to generate these tweets from my own like video content, and then I still have to think about how to like put my voice into this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I want the AI to know my own voice and just throw it out on my behalf. And what's crazy, there's a product for that. Though. I know. That's, well, that's I, what's well, crazy. Yeah, all the inputs suggested that was going to happen. Well, then once I hit generate, it's like, dude, I would not tweet this. You know, Really? It wasn't as good as I thought it would be. That's just me. Huh. I'm a little picky when it comes to... Uh, that's interesting. Uh, but think about what it did, though. Like, whatever it generated, <laughs> it, it took that information from the video. I know that. Yeah. Like, that's that's useful yeah that's that's very useful i'm just saying it needs to get better that's all hmm. wow dude dude come you're on you disagree AI, dude i'm what you're poo-pooing ai well yeah i'm not buying into the euphoria like all in <laughs> podcast guys are dude it's not yeah. as good as everybody's making it seem uh yeah it's yet it's not as good but chat gbt is very impressive yeah yeah that's very good that's, and I, i've yeah. seen uh, i've seen people come up with like their own GitHubs where they connect chat gbt to to the internet and all of a sudden, you're asking it about what happened yesterday, and it'll tell you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's good. Hell yeah, that's, that's useful. Good. I, I, I'm not. Yeah, ChatGPT is obviously pretty polished. Yeah, and I think they're gonna make even more upgrades or updates pretty soon with GPT-4, right? Yeah. So it's gonna get even better and more robust. So yeah, that's I think, fine. I, I think from what I read from uh, GPT-4 <laughs> is that it's like fair, different flavors mm -hmm. of like a more advanced version of the AI. Yeah. So yeah, it's gonna be interesting. Speaking of that, uh, so we did some integration with that on another one of our projects, Rovies. Yeah, we did. We so did. We, we rolled that out last week, I think. That's right. And very well received. I saw the community was going yeah. ham, like asking it basically all kinds of conspiracy theories yeah. and stuff. <laughs> I don't understand how it comes up with such like... like Well thought out like responses. Yeah. Like it's weird. I don't understand. Yeah. Because, like, you know, I didn't do it. Oscar did. I don't know what he put into the back end of it, like yeah. as far as like information, because it knows like too much about Roby's already. Yeah, like it could just spit out like something, like sensible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time, and it's weird to me because I th <laughs> I thought we were gonna have to construct like a our own like unique knowledge base or data set. Yeah. In order for those types of responses to like. Well, make I sense. think we need to do that for a much more robust response system. <laughs> Okay. Like, yeah, how do I get started with Rovies? Like, yeah, if you were to ask it, like, technical, granular yeah. questions, inquiries, yeah, I guess. It's not going to know. Okay, but yeah. it can know. We just need to update it for that. If you like, yeah, man, it's like, you know, Rovi. So, basically, the integration we did is you can now interface with ChatGPT with your own individual Rovi, which yeah. is a Metaverse companion, little AI bot that just roams around in the Metaverse. Anybody can interact with it at the moment, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. And if you just, you instead of having to go to... ChatGPT's lifeless interface. Now you could do it through our <laughs> box. You know why not? That's the whole yeah. point, right? But um, damn, where was I going with that? So, <laughs> uh, and and each Rovi will be able to respond to you in a very unique way, unique to the Rovi. Boy, that's what's gonna add like some yeah, of oh, that sauce. personality, that yeah. pizzazz to where now it's like, oh shit, AI's feeling borderline sentient, right? Yeah, that's right. And I think that's where we want to go with it. Yeah, for sure. Right, it's, I think it's better than just using AI as a. I mean, tools are good, yeah. <laughs> but they're not as fun. See, but what we're talking about here is leveraging AI and a blockchain to create a product, and and the all-in guys they were saying how there's not a whole lot of products coming from the crypto side. True, and yeah. so yeah, and then I we feel like yeah. that's a good debate to have. Like, what what sort of products can we come up with that crypto has provided us? Yeah, well, if you think about it on that, so then what is the big product of Web3? The big product and, is the decentralization, yeah. the fact that we own digital assets. Yes. Um, yeah, basically, you could recreate anything that does exist on mm, Web2 infrastructure right. and deploy it on Web3. 
so long as the you know like yeah like the blockchain ecosystems improve which we're in that stage right now where we're yeah. trying to figure out how to make like things like ethereum scalable yeah with layer two and stuff so that has to come first that's why you kind of like look around the landscape you, you can't identify like uh what's the word like like tangible like products a, that you're gonna pay for like a unicorn product that's native yeah. to web3 yeah it can't exist because we don't even have the infrastructure to that yet <laughs> You know? Yeah, but we spent 14 years on this stuff. Hey, man, this shit takes time, dude. Yeah, I guess you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. We're, we're getting there. Yeah. But, but the, the, internet, in the internet didn't spawn like yeah. in a decade. Fuck, dude. Yeah, imagine like the first <laughs> products of the internet, dude. It was probably ass. Yeah. Imagine the first like porno site, dude. It's like <laughs> it took 24 hours to render a single shot. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the people still used it, but not like the world. We're not at that yeah. stage yet where like the world is going to use... That's true. I mean, Watching. AI has been being discussed for like 30 years plus. Yeah. And then AI, I mean, and then crypto just like spawns out of thin air in like 2010. Yeah. That's actually absurd to me that those guys would shrag on. But it's just, <laughs> dude, as wealthy and as smart and intelligent and experienced as they are, they're still no, human. And they still get fucked by their own psychology. Yeah. You know? Yeah, of course. Because right now they're just, you know, all in circle jerking on AI yeah. right now. Like it's just, that's the jazz. Yeah. A year or two ago, they were probably all circle jerking about NFTs and crypto in general. Well, yeah, because the euphoria was there. Yeah, right. So this, damn. There dude. was, I mean, there was a lot to talk about in crypto too. I mean, yeah, like shit was blowing up, and then everything was like, <laughs> you know, collapsing. So it was well, like another it. year of like discussions. Oh well, yeah, but now we're in that lullish phase where we don't see anything too negative about it or too positive yeah. at the moment. Yeah, I mean, there are some. <laughs> actually, we're going to get into a couple of discussion points here that. Super ultra negative and super ultra positive, <laughs> <laughs> but that's the roller coaster of of crypto, right? Yeah, like it it's is. there's always just ups and downs, ups and downs. So I guess our position is uh, we need to wait more, oh, longer. Yeah, 15, I'm not, I'm not worried years. about it one bit. You know, it's just I, I know where we're at because you know we're so deeply ingrained. Yeah, we're not at the mass market stage at the moment. You know, the only ones that kind of like successfully have pulled that off are like projects that spun up their own centralized chains or something like a flow yeah yeah or like a ronin you know like axie infinity yeah because they they knew they, they can't build anything for like a mass market consumer demographic and even that's Ethereum. struggling yeah those things get fucking hacked yeah yeah <laughs> fucking ronin got like a 400 million dollars yeah, yawking yeah because <laughs> of so, a bridge exactly so yeah that's not reliable that's not safe so then the consumers experience that and like oh fuck you know web3 is dangerous like i don't <laughs> want to dabble in those waters yeah so yeah man we got a lot of growing to do still but yeah. once we grow like i said everything will make more sense it's like do i want to use the web3 version of of know, like, a like a social media yeah like app. A, yeah it's like i know no matter what i say no fucking tech company is gonna ever like use that against me or like if they're with an for an ad <laughs> yeah <laughs> for that or like i don't know if the government can't like i mean i guess they could like sanction some sort of decentralized app they could yeah but trying like if, if but it'd take a lot i mean tornado cash was beyond the the limits for for sanctions yeah well yeah i think i guess now is the perfect time than ever to segue into like the sec dude because oh yeah government the united states in particular like they're becoming tougher and tougher and I think I predicted this, didn't I? <laughs> I yeah, think you did. I, I think I was pretty much saying oh, all that Ginsler talk from like a month or two ago. Yeah. That was just like a trial balloon, dude. He's I knew he was gonna come after the whole damn thing at some point. Well, the I guess the hint came out with the Ian Bellina case where True. they just dropped just a one liner yeah. and says basically everything is a security in yeah. crypto. I think that's how they did it. They, they kind of did it that way. Was it that or it was just like staking? No, I think it was. It was like basically everything was like an unregistered securities yeah. offering or something like that. Yeah. It was so, like in one line out of millions of lines of legal yeah. talk. That's right. So yeah. I was like, that, that means at that time, the SEC already made up their mind. Yeah. Right. It took them this long to get to the point where now they're public about it. Right. Mm. They're, they're saying, so what are they saying? That basically to summarize this article from, I think, Bitcoin Magazine. Oh, look at that guy, dude. So smug, so, smug, dude. Look at that. <laughs> who sits like that, dude? <laughs> the SEC chair does. That's yeah. who. Yeah, basically, they're, <laughs> they're saying that everything other than Bitcoin 
is a security, including your dog. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, everything, dude. Damn, dude. That's a why they so have a hard on for Bitcoin. I don't get it. What did Bitcoin do right? Uh, well, I was reading this article and they didn't really say anything other than like how Bitcoin started. Like, there's no founder. Ah, there's there's uh, it's completely decentralized. No way to shut it down. Things like that. And, like well, that's only that's the only reason. So do you think it's like, well, but Bitcoin has like a foundation, right? Uh, I wonder if they do. I know Ethereum does. You think that's because the last time we were debating this, we we were speculating the fact that there is an Ethereum foundation, and a lot of the core like yeah. developments kind of like are rooted from that foundation. That's basically, the company. Basically, That's the enterprise. To make you, yeah, yeah, wealthy or, or make your profits. The enterprise yeah. that, that the Ethereum token holders are kind of like, what's the word? Uh, relying on, yeah, <laughs> to yeah. Uh, to do their job so that the value goes up. Yeah. So that. So whatever happened to the discussion on utility tokens? Isn't a functional token enough to like no. sidestep? I don't think so, dude. Uh, as long as because according to what they're saying now, I think I think they just see it. It's just a little too clear in their eyes. It's like everybody who buys these things yeah, sees them as an opportunity for profits, right? Like you don't, you won't buy them if you think they're going to devalue. Well, but some people are buying them because they need access to a part of the network for a particular reason. Yeah, that's, that's right. I mean, valid point, dude. How can one buy it for a speculative reason and another, another one buy it for like a utility reason and then call the whole thing a security? <clears throat> that's a great fucking point yeah like it doesn't make any sense it's like, not like a across the board it's not situation. across the board like yeah, you yeah. need eth to uh do stuff on ethereum yeah it's not i'm not buying eth because i think it's gonna go to ten thousand dollars even though yeah. everyone was saying that last round yeah i think you can yeah i think you can pick some people some <coughs> ecosystem participants out of eth network where like yeah. people are genuinely trying to like you're saying yeah they find products that they're genuinely they just want to buy and own. Yeah, like I want this piece of art. Like, yeah, dude, I just like it. I, I don't give a fuck if this thing is gonna yeah. go up or down in value. But yeah, you're like you're saying, I do need some ETH so I could pay some gas yeah. to acquire this thing. And then now I got a KYC and all this shit just to get some ETH because it's a security. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. Potentially, but I, I don't know if they're going that granular with it. You know. Well, they have to because it, it's either a security or it's not. Well, it is in their eyes, right? Well, like, yeah, but but it isn't in many use cases. I know, but the SEC has the power, dude. Yeah, but why can't why can't <laughs> a why can't a stock be a utility like function? Because they don't. They never are. No, because they because stocks aren't you. Yeah, there, there is no utility with stocks. Okay, but correct. crypto has utility. Therefore, yeah, there's no. I just I mean, is there like a utility component to the Howey test? Not really. I don't know where this man. I I don't remember the origin story of this utility. Idea. Yeah, I don't either. I think we were doing a <laughs> bunch of research on tokenomics and like yeah. there was some element of utility. Ut I guess elements of utility being a function of not being a security. Because hmm. remember in the ICO state days, like everyone yeah. was claiming utility when they weren't. Yes. And it was like so. I guess that was their way to kind of sidestep regulations. Yeah, like this is a utility token. It does our app doesn't work without this. Well, yeah, it's like yeah, you, you gotta throw some term out there to avoid any securities yeah. like implication. Like this isn't a share of anything. This is yeah, like this is the lifeblood to the ecosystem. Without it, so can't but, function. You know? So now let's take a look at Bitcoin. It is also a cryptocurrency, just like Ethereum. Sure right? is, and. Yeah, it has developers sort of maintaining the network to a certain degree. Yeah, yeah, right? dude. because they're doing updates, Segwit, and you know all that stuff. Yeah, but but according to Gensler's like new found much more narrow constricted definition of like why everything is a security, basically because anybody who's buying these assets they all have the expectation of profit at the end of the day right so so bitcoin seems like the biggest most egregious yeah, violator of that definition that's what i'm saying it, it makes no sense how they exclude bitcoin from this bucket of like yeah you think people buying bitcoin aren't expecting that's literally what bitcoin yeah. communities like marketing yeah <laughs> like this yeah. this is going to be a million dollars we promise like you know the world yeah it's going to scoop it up just like they scoop up gold yeah just look at the rainbow chart it just goes up <laughs> 
There's literally nothing else to the Bitcoin narrative other than it's going to go up in value. Literally, that's it. Yeah. They don't even like tout the fact that these things could be like, you know, pay for coffee and shit. Yeah, they've given up on that. Yeah. It's only value is that it's going to go up in value. And the SEC is like, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Just because Satoshi's anonymous? Well, what the fuck? Okay, so let me read this this paragraph here. It says, yeah, so this is a little bit out of context, but they're talking about how everything else is security, everything other than Bitcoin. Yeah. Right? And it says, you can find a website, you can find a group of entrepreneurs. They might set up their legal entities in a tax haven offshore. They might have a foundation. They might have a lawyer. They, they might lawyer it up to try to arbitrage and make it hard jurisdictionally yeah. or so forth. In other words, there are people behind these cryptocurrencies using a variety of complex and legal opaque mechanisms, but at the most basic level, they're trying to promote their tokens and entice investors. And then, they, and then it says, Bitcoin, <laughs> because of its unique history and creation story, is fundamentally different from other crypto projects in this respect. That's what? So let, let's see what this has to say. A unique history and creation story? Oh, they just linked me to Wikipedia. It's Satoshi Nakamoto, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, because maybe this came from God, potentially. Yeah. It's like, uh, we don't want to uh, fuck with this one, dude. Apparently, he has an age. <laughs> born April 5th, 1975. What? what? Dude, that's probably like a different Satoshi. No, no, it's not. This is him. Yeah. Where the fuck did they get that from? Claim? Okay. This is stupid. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> claimed. So there's a widespread speculation about Satoshi's true identity, development of Bitcoin, characteristics, and identity. Yeah. So basically, if you don't know, nobody knows who yeah. created Bitcoin. It's it's an anomaly. I don't know how the fuck. Yeah. Except for Craig Wright. Yeah. yeah. There's, can there's candidates out there, but nobody's ever going to know. The, uh, the holdings of Bitcoin in Satoshi's wallet never moved, right? They have never moved. So people assume he's either dead, he's like an, from another planet. Or a group of people. <laughs> Maybe like he was just, uh, you know, life is a simulation. It's just like our simulator. He yeah, just felt like, like injecting this, this new variable. It's just yeah. like, yeah, dude, but bing, let's see what happens next. You know, I don't know. Yeah. This is definitely very weird. There's no story like this anywhere, right? Yeah, like if you were to concoct anything for like uh, who created the next like money <laughs> on earth, <laughs> that's exactly what I would expect, right? Like something like this yeah. of this scale. But does that, I don't understand how this excludes it from like security. Yeah, it doesn't. I don't understand it at all. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So how how are they going to get this by? See, maybe this is more evidence that like the United States obviously is accumulating <laughs> Bitcoin. Yeah, maybe they don't want to fuck fucking they're uh, shilling Bitcoin. Yeah, they're like pumping their own bags, dude. That might be the case. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So uh, so I, I feel like this conversation it gives me a little bit more. I don't I don't want to say hope, but it gives me a higher probability. That they're going to have a similar conversation uh, in this roundtable with Gary, and, it, and they're going to figure out, it's like, yeah, not everything is a security, inc including, you know, Ethereum and well, who, who's going to sit in this roundtable? Well, I'm assuming that they're going to have a discussion about whether or not everything is a security with Gary and the the rest of the regulate <laughs> regulatory body. Uh, but don't you think they've already had that conversation if they're coming out know. and saying that everything is a security except for Bitcoin? Like, that sounds pretty, like, declaratory. Like, dude, we, decla we decree <laughs> this shit ain't happening, basically. We do declare. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, that sounds pretty fucking... I don't know. Well, They have I, a lot of conviction in that. Maybe on their side of the table, but the other side hasn't, like, really defended it yet. Who's the other side, dude? I don't know. It's gonna be Brian There's no Armstrong. SEC too, dude. Brian Armstrong's <laughs> gonna step up there and say, "No, sir, oh, you're wrong." Oh, well, I guess he's gonna have to try, dude. Yeah, imagine if every cryptocurrency was a security. Like, well, yeah, that's that's the the takeaway from this, right? It's like, fuck, this is the big that means, mic drop, like on the United States and everybody developing. That within means it. that means uh, yeah. So all projects are gonna move offshore. And Americans are, they can't buy any cryptocurrencies because nothing is registered security. Yeah, I guess at, at the worst case, yeah, you, you, you know, you just exclude Americans from participating in what we were just talking about. The product of Web3, it's going to be basically 
a distributed slash decentralized version of what exists on the web today, yeah. right? Like, according to this, because in order to fill those types of ecosystems, it requires things like tokens and cryptocurrencies to mm -hmm. incentivize, yeah. you know, the operators of these networks in order for these applications to function. Yeah, like, yeah. you can't do it any other way. You can't incentivize yeah. humans to contribute without some sort of value system, right? So, yeah. therefore, we just we can't use it. <laughs> I guess the SEC sees this as a bad thing, you know, or I mean, yes, you can, but you got to get KYC'd and. Well, I mean, know. think about how difficult it is to take your company, your startup, and then go public with it. Like how, how many, how many, you know, potential decades does it take to, to make your company go public and then go through all that work to actually, you know, <coughs> sell it on the open market. Mm -hmm. And then, but with cryptocurrency, you have a technology that allows us to spin up tokens like instantaneously in a few minutes <laughs> yeah and like allow anybody to participate in our network yeah like i feel like this is fundamentally a different application of what could be considered a security mm. yeah it, absolutely it's like it's, like it's, we, we cannot in other words we can't use old definitions yeah. to define things that are just brand new yeah what's happening now yeah I feel yeah, like I totally agree. I think, yeah, the SEC is not understanding, you know, the value that these, again, these cryptocurrencies, well, I guess the value of a security is also equally as like the companies that issue these, these, these assets, right? Yeah. They probably equally depend on their shareholders as much as like, you know, a crypto organization depends on their token holders to like uphold yeah. The difference is like by actually holding the token, you're providing like a, a utility, right? Or think of it this way. What if, what if a, a crypto project holds no tokens, distributes hundred percent of the tokens to their community. And then what, how is that a security? If the, if the, the organization holds none of their own tokens. Yeah. And the organization uh, builds a product that generates income. I don't know. Right, so uh, I, I mean, we, we could do that. But that's not what's happening, is what they're saying. They've they've done their research, right? Yeah, yeah. and they're not saying that. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's that's, there's no team of entrepreneurs like they've seen a group of yeah. entrepreneurs that's out there with a website and legal entities in a tax haven offshore. Yeah, with a foundation with lawyers all over the fucking place, <laughs> out there not taking a share of the tokens. That's the yeah. problem. They're all doing that. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because there's a that that's how you sustain, you know. It's, it's, it's it really is like a business, you know. Yeah, yeah. These All things right. have to function like a business in order to be sustainable, you know. Yeah. You so know. it's 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 messy. It's it's muddy. <laughs> but you're not wrong, and I agree with you. Like this, there's enough separations here between like the two industries. Yeah. Basically, like industrial enterprise yeah <laughs> versus like you boomer know, versus yeah like millennial. Dig digital enterprise like it's different yeah i get it. like there's different mechanics behind it too so the sec should i know you know come, come up with a whole new parameter you, set. you know what's going to happen is you know we're, we're talking about how they're doing research and they're not seeing you know the, the fact that projects are not are keeping a portion of their token therefore it's sort of like yeah. stock there might come up with a, a, a guideline where they'll say, if you do this, you, you're going to have to register with the SEC mm -hmm. if, if you structure your tokenomics that way. Mm -hmm. And so I guess us entrepreneurs, we just have to structure our tokenomics to not be that way. And therefore it's not a security. Mm. And then we're, dude, we're going to figure out some way to like monetize that structure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. so all yeah. all we need, all the crypto industry needs, is that structure, mm -hmm. that guideline. Without yeah. that guideline, it's just a wild west, and it's like we can do anything. So then you're in favor of this, like? Well, well I'm, I'm, I'm talking about like the potential outcomes of this. Well, it doesn't matter what it ends up being. It's just like this has to be laid out regardless, right? Whatever yeah. version that gets yes. spun up, yeah. Even if it's just like the same old, it's like we're just gonna apply the the same old stuff. Yeah. Into this new realm yeah. of, again, digital enterprise. Fuck it. If that's what it is, it is what it is, dude. But at least now we know for certain that we, we just what won't we do can that. and can't do. And if it's if it means like, okay, the SEC has like gripped American entrepreneurs by the balls so much that we can't even feasibly 
participate in this Web3 stuff, then yeah. yeah They've actively just nuked themselves from ever, like you know, becoming you know, this, you know, innovators or pioneers in this this industry, right? This goes back to our previous conversation about you know what product has crypto industry produced, <laughs> where we're all willing to pay for, right, and access. Okay, and yeah. um, if we haven't found like a sustainable use case of a product from the crypto industry, where where it's like we're willingness to to like shell out our our money for like we are with AI. So if in in other words if we had come up with that product, we would have some sort of leverage. Yeah, so some sort of leverage but also some opportunity hmm. that we can just like readjust our business model for this new SEC yeah. guideline. And there isn't one. Yeah. And probably like also if you were to point at like what are, what are the innovations of the web3 space it's like it's pretty much all a bunch of stuff that deleverages de the United States yeah. power yeah. position of power. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like yeah, we're creating a whole new financial infrastructure. It's like well, hold on. Yeah, we don't need fiat. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. We don't need dollars. <laughs> you know? Banks? Who needs them? Yeah. <laughs> you know, big tech companies that are all in the United States. Fuck those guys. We're yeah. gonna just destroy everything. Yeah, yeah. So it's like the products of Web three. Very like, yeah. The SEC's on like, dude. Yeah. You know, this is good stuff. <laughs> like, this is all we need to support this. And I've always had that like hunch in the back of my mind. I never foresee it foresaw foresaw yeah a future where the United States would have like a bullish sentiment on Web three because literally like the thesis of Web three is to like basically destroy the United States dethrone <laughs> dethrone there yeah. you go not destroy but basically take some of that leverage of power yeah. and distribute it across the planet yeah to back to humans not so much to uh, these entities of control yeah but you could you know? argue that isn't the united states that's like having all this control it's really the companies that have all this control well companies and government yeah it's yeah, everything everything this country stands for and like has you know uh, benefited from over the last century yeah like yeah that that is where the control comes from dude we have control through uh military might control through economic might yeah like the whole globe depends on us yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and our our uh provisions as like a you know a reserve right but even in a completely yeah. decentralized ecosystem where we're creating content and we own that content versus creating that content for facebook or google or youtube or whatever yeah where they own all that content yeah now we own it in this ecosystem yep there's still going to be somebody to profit in this ecosystem otherwise they wouldn't be built right well, yeah, of course. Some, so, yeah. But but that that entity that is profiting should, I mean, the United States should have that entity within, like, the United States umbrella. I see. And, like, have them paying taxes? Yeah. Because <laughs> otherwise, yeah. Well, you know, why, why push this technology out if people are still going to continuously work on it and grow new stuff off of it? See, yeah, see, that's, th this, this is why I, th I have... A higher probability of the United States not fucking this up. God damn it, dude! How we always get back to this? It's not <laughs> this antithesis of, of of belief. I guess it's like you're always permable. Because I I just don't see the United States shooting themselves in the foot here. I just don't I see. Th it. I think it's perfectly feasible. <laughs> just because, like uh, you know, they. Uh, the I mean, they're trying. I mean, obviously they're trying. Yeah, yeah. right. They're trying to shoot themselves in the foot. Yes. I just ultimately when it comes down to like aiming the gun and pulling the trigger, I don't think they'll do it. I think they will at some point. Just just not not all the way, but like in like in like little pieces here and there. Like shoot shoot off a toe. <laughs> yeah, one <laughs> toe at a time, dude. Because uh I mean I'm telling you, they they can't just like you're saying, you're you're trying to find something you could source as like a source of motivation to Yeah. You know, like 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 an AI's case. Like you don't yeah. want the United States is never going to want to lose its position on that race, right? Because yeah. AI is clearly going to be a fundamental shift in like humanity's Absolutely. like behavior and like yeah. daily existence. So just like the potential of crypto has that same Absolutely. shift in humanity. But again, it's but in that specific case, in the United States' interests, it's it's in opposition to what it is they they enjoy. You know, but as, it as doesn't an economy. have to be. It doesn't have to be. <laughs> but, Things become obsolete. Web two yeah. transitions to web three, right? Mm -hmm. We went from web one to web two, right? 
Yeah. Shit is going to become obsolete, right? Facebook and Google and YouTube, they're not going to dominate forever. Mm-hmm. Right. There's going to be web three Googles and, and, yeah. and, you know, web three YouTubes, right. Things yep. like that. I so would, I would, I would think so. Yeah. That entity should, I mean, the United States should want that entity to exist in, under, but the you understand States. how the United States is, right. They're not a preventative organization. They are re- reactionary, right? So okay. because you, even you can't identify these value products yeah. as an output from web three yet, because again, they cannot even exist yet because the infrastructure doesn't exist. They're not out there like just thinking of the future. It's like, dude, we need to be like he- heading this shit. It's like not until these these killer apps exist, yeah. and then all of a sudden you you're like you see a Web three Google, yeah, or like I said, you see a DAO that has like a GDP that's in the yeah. billions and is competing against yeah, yeah. France. Or yeah, then it's gonna be like, oh shit, dude, like we need to do something about this. This is uh time to react, right? Yeah, I, I'm thinking that's usually how the United States government operates they're very i don't know they don't prevent or like they just react to things whenever they get too big but but know? if if we're not if the crypto industry is not causing damage enough meaning like sending red flags like a bunch of DAOs all of a sudden generating a billion dollars in in like revenue mm-hmm. why would the sec like want to shut this down before it even starts why would they yeah what what's the big deal if nobody's really like making any damage, if you will? <laughs> well, because they're all unregistered. Yeah, but uh, you know, it's but who cares if we're like flying the like a uh, flying like you know the jungle? Well, I guess now they care because they there have been some examples of uh, you know organizations. Oh, are you talking about Gary's friend F- yes. SBF? I think so. Uh, obviously, that was probably the catalyst. Like now they're yeah. looking a little more. That's what I mean by it. now they're reacting to something that happened. Yeah, I heard a lot of people, and uh, now crypto is a problem. So let's look into this stuff and like let's make some definitive, you know, legislation here. So it's coming. Yeah, it's happening. You know, and it's fine. It's ex- yeah, this is expected. I feel like FTX and crypto are like two different things. Like we're talking mm. about we're talking about a company, an exchange versus the technology of crypto. Yeah. Like those are two different things. Like what SBF did is completely different than what the technology crypto enables. Yeah. So uh, yeah, maybe that's but, what's happening. But, like that's the catalyst. But at the end of the day, who who's controlling this technology? It's people. It's you know. Yeah. Technology does nothing without like you know some person, some humans like you know pushing forth this technology. Right. Right. Creating products like FTX did. You know. Yeah. And and. Uh, you know fucking over other humans as a result <laughs> you know yeah uh, there's always people involved no matter what and the technology yeah spectrum. but but we're talking about the guy who uses the car to run over people versus mm-hmm. the inventor of the car mm. like you can you can invent a car and use it for millions of ways millions of reasons useful pr- productive reasons yeah but you could also use it in a few bad ways like sbf did with well, yeah, that's, but that's what I'm saying. So they're not regulating the technology, I don't think. They're not. They're I, I guess they're regulating, they're regulating how the, people use it. Ex- well, yeah, the entrepreneurs in a room who are seeing, setting up legal entities and tax havens offshore, yeah. all that shit. Yeah. They're, they're just making sure, like, those people, if they're going to do all that, like, they have to do it within the bounds of, like, a securities uh, framework, hmm. right? So if you're out there, you're going to get, you guys are going to, you know, Suit, suit and tie it up. Yeah, <laughs> with this with this technology you guys are saying. Yeah, and you guys better follow these fucking rules like everybody else. You know. Yeah, uh, that's 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 literally the lens that they live on. Like that's their job is to just have that hardcore lens. Yeah, as a uh, as enforcers of law. So basically, yeah. the the qualifier here is that everything other than Bitcoin is a security as it is today, but people who invent well new projects. Under these new guidelines, they won't be securities because they they following they're following the guidelines, right? Uh, Maybe this will enable like actual products instead of like uh, a vast number of scams. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that, that's probably a large reason why Base came out without a token. You know, well for sure. You know, yeah. But still, the network is operating under you know the securities of Ethereum. <laughs> <laughs> right so base is uh i don't know it's 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 still part of that whole fucking uh, uh network of uh yeah. securities violation i don't know dude it's a fucking mess 
Yeah, I still think that if you need Ethereum to like do stuff on the Ethereum network, that's not a security. Correct. So it's like, how, how am I supposed to use Ethereum network if I can't like, you know, go through all the regulatory like stuff that's required because it's a security. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. This is going to be interesting. So I guess, so this is just talk, right? There's nothing. I think this is just talk. Well, I'm, but I'm, nothing's I, but, coming to a head here. Okay. But talk is still important. Yeah. Because <laughs> like a six months ago, we had to speculate this because like, you know, things were leaking, like you're saying, those legal settlement documents and shit yeah. like that. So yeah. we're like, uh oh, the SEC doesn't like this stuff as much. But now they're like straight up in our face. Like, nah, dude. This stuff is bad. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are doing it all wrong. So at least we have that now. So that means we're definitely on the path or the road to uh, actual new legislation, right? Yeah. Let me read this one quote here. It says, these tokens are securities because there's a group in the middle and the public is anticipating profits based on that group. Yeah. See, that's to me, that's the scope of how they view all this stuff. Nothing else matters. That's the core. Yeah like lens that the sec is like when they're analyzing all these tokens and these ecosystems, like that's it. It's like, oh, are these people buying this? Cause they think the go tokens going to go up or down. Yeah. They probably all want it to go up. So therefore <laughs> these are, uh, all of them are securities, you know, but again, I don't know how the fuck Bitcoin got out of that bucket. Yeah. <laughs> it right. makes no sense. <laughs> maybe um, they, they come up with like securities light where, cause maybe, maybe Gensler Satoshi dude. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> You can imagine this is the Satoshi's 5D chess move, dude. Yeah. Jesus. Unlikely, but nonetheless. So speaking of Bitcoin, I guess we got one last thing to kind of cover. So this was the negative yeah. <laughs> side of the spectrum, you know? Yeah. Roller coaster ride of Web3, crypto and stuff. All right. And we and got some positive news. Is uh, Do you remember that fucking ordinal shit we were talking about that you yeah. said was a nothing burger? Yeah. <laughs> So Yuga Labs <laughs> apparently is coming out with this thing called 12-fold, a limited edition collection of 300 generative pieces inscribed, inscribed. on Satoshis. I like the way that sounds, inscribed. Inscri inscriptions are way cooler than and if, Remember, everyone was, was really trying to figure out a way how to uh, get away from the term NFT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because now it's like the most egregious thing you could say in like the English language, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody who hears NFT, they are immediately turned off. <laughs> Maybe this is it. Maybe the way to... We got a, a second chance here with inscriptions. Inscriptions? Yeah. Bro, you didn't buy that inscription? <laughs> you don't have an inscription? He's like, have you seen Katy Perry's new inscription? <laughs> Inscription drop? <laughs> is that cool? Is that marketable? I don't fucking know, dude. But Yuga Labs certainly think so. So these are the guys who made Bored Apes and the other side, right? Mm -hmm. So this is huge. This is the, the biggest NFT pushers, slingers, yeah. dealers, whatever you want to say. <laughs> on the fucking cartel. Yeah, cartel on the planet, dude. Yeah. And damn, dude, so the ordinal shit took off quicker than I was expecting. I mean, and this isn't like some huge drop. This, to me, looks like they're just kind of dabbling a little bit. Yeah, they're they're just dabbling. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it's it's kind of dabbling, but they're trying to make a ton of money here. Why? Because it's an auction. So these things are probably going to be floor price one Bitcoin each. Yeah, just because of the, this is Yuga Labs' first mint on Bitcoin, I yeah. guess. That's huge, speculatively. Yeah. People are, are buying Bitcoin right now just to buy these. This is generative art, right? So yeah. this is like just you don't know what you're going to get type shit. Are those beans? <laughs> those are beans. Yeah, they are. And Skittles? <laughs> what the fuck? God damn it, dude. I don't understand art at all. <laughs> but whatever, dude. This stuff is valuable. Look at that. Look at that. Um, so they're experimenting. They say somewhere down here. Um, the infrastructure and tooling around inscriptions or NFTs on Bitcoin mm. is rapidly, rapidly progressing, but is still incredibly nascent. Much of the foundational principles that we look for are here, provenance, self-custody, ownership, but the tooling and the structure we've become accustomed to with Ethereum NFTs isn't present. Yeah. We expect this technology and the ecosystem around it to evolve and become more sophisticated over time. However, we don't expect it to evolve in the same ways other blockchain NFT ecosystems have. Hmm. We're excited about ordinal inscriptions and what the future holds for digital artifacts on Bitcoin. So they're they're like, 
okay, this is cool. We're going to dabble. Yeah. We're going to make a bunch of money here because we're Yuga Labs and uh, we can move markets. But doesn't mean that this is going to be like its own thriving Ethereum ecosystem. No, nah, I mean, because I don't even think, well, we haven't looked into it uh, since we covered Ordinals about three weeks ago or so, yeah. two, three weeks ago. There was literally no like marketplaces to trade these things. No, there's not. It's over the counter on Discord. Yeah. It's probably still in that stage, most likely, because it takes time to build these little, you know, primitives. Yeah. But nonetheless, these things will be built and they will exist. And uh, that, those are the catalysts that are going to like take this market to like a whole new level. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Because we know like, the, so it works. The proof of concept is. I mean, uh, clearly you don't need the consensus of the Bitcoin maxis to do this. Correct. Which is kind which of is the biggest deal here. Yeah, it is. Like a Bitcoin community, I'm sure they're not, they're not liking this because like, like we were talking earlier. Yeah. They like their main value proposition of, of, uh, take over o the world. Only go up. Yeah. <laughs> of not being a security. Yeah. 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 Dude, that, that I could add that to the repertoire. Yeah. It's like we're the only non-security on Earth. Yeah. You already know Sailor, Michael Sailor is going to be tweeting. Oh, yeah. He's already tweeting. Like, tweet storming it all. Yeah. <laughs> you see? Yeah. Like, I called it, boys. Yeah. Fucking A, dude. Yeah. So, but look at this. Bitcoin is a, a fungible digital currency, but a Bitcoin improvement proposal described a method called inscribing that allows creators to connect data on an individual Satoshi, which is one over a hundred millionth of a Bitcoin. Jeez. And hosts metadata on chain yeah so point here is there's a bitcoin improvement proposal in the mix so there's okay. going to be a vote here at some point or <laughs> not I, I wouldn't say a vote but there there needs to be some sort of um i don't know a, agreement like a to improve the protocol oh you mean like some kind of foundational organization oh <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> right <laughs> There's some humans that need to accept this, right? Yeah, I guess I guess uh, with Bitcoin, we can't really vote on this proposal, right? Because it's not set up that way. Yeah, yeah, it's not. It's Yeah, I'm sure it's so totally it's, democratic, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, so definitely not a security. Fucking A, dude. Dude, shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> whatever, it doesn't matter what I say, dude. Apparently, whatever Gensler give, says goes, dude. <laughs> don't give any ideas out there, dude. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so here's the uh, improvement proposal on GitHub. Um, I just find this interesting. So made by Casey Rotomore. Oh, that's that one guy. Yeah. Well, that's the guy who did it. Yeah, he, he's, he's he the guy invented who did it. the uh, protocol. Yep. So Casey Rotomore, uh, I guess. Shout out to you, dude. Yeah. You fucking did it, dude. <laughs> you fucking <laughs> did, did it. it. I mean, I think I think there are already over two hundred thousand subscriptions or not subscriptions, oh, inscriptions. It's gotta be way more now. Well, that's the but last yeah. headline I read. Like what people are announcing is like not only is Yuga Labs now dabbling, but they they hit the two hundred K mark. That's a fact ton. Considering yeah. there's no like easy way to like mint or inscribe these things. Yeah. You know, it's not like there's an open sea where anybody can go just pump out their own inscriptions yet right i think you have to like be like a node operator within the bitcoin protocol right in order to inscribe or something like that it's 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 complex at the moment yeah yeah check this out yeah total inscriptions to date two hundred sixteen thousand. Jeez, actually look, that, that chart doesn't look too healthy dude no, it doesn't. <laughs> that looks like it's quite the drop off you know yeah aren't you glad we didn't buy at the top dude uh yeah i mean i don't think we told anybody to buy this stuff right no we didn't <laughs> okay good so we did with ordinals we just said these are the things that just kind of like you know bear witness to just like ai tokens like dude just it's interesting yeah it, it, it's the beginnings of new you know new sectors in the web3 space you know how sectors come and go yeah, yeah. ordinals bitcoin ordinals you know it's obviously it's here uh yeah but yuga labs jumped on it quick they could have uh, yeah. just waited for like the market to develop a clean they app have, yeah. and yeah, then the dropped it for like the maximum gain possible. True. But they started to, they jumped in way early before there's like apps available. So is that it dude? Is that the push it needs? Like this is for sure. This is a standard at this point. Yeah, I guess. I mean, if Yuga Labs is adopting it, it's a standard. I mean, I, if I were Yuga Labs, I wouldn't have gone with 300. I would have gone like with another 10K. 10K? Yeah. 
Yeah, why did they do that, dude? I guess <laughs> to make it to make it clear that they're just dabbling. You know? Yeah, they're putting probably. experiments in like on their website and shit. Like, but but you know what? Those three hundred, it's it's a historical moment, right? From, God damn it, dude! It is. Don't make me FOMO in, dude. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Unless you have moment. like an extra Bitcoin or something. No, I don't. Like. So I can't even. Yeah. So this is not even. This is just straight whale games, which everything you go labs, which is probably is. why they kept it at three hundred. Yeah, and if you're saying it's an auction, so each yeah, three hundred Bitcoin potentially they're gonna generate from that. That's much, a lot. That's how a much lot is of, that, dude? Three hundred. Uh, three hundred Bitcoin is three hundred Bitcoin, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good oh, point, dude. Good point. Definitely not security. Times what's Bitcoin <laughs> at? Let's say twenty four thousand. Yeah. Six million dollars. Uh, for Yuga Labs, I mean, that's, yeah, that's a legit, That's like, a dabble, dude. That is a dabble. Yeah. But some of these will probably actually go for, like, 10 Bitcoin, I bet. Yeah. God damn it, dude. Who has that kind of money to just speculate? I guess some of you guys do. Damn, 10 Bitcoin? Yeah, dude, you know there's some gigawatts, and that's the point, and that's why the whole Ordinals ecosystem is potentially such a big catalyst for the next bull cycle because there's so much just like resting liquidity on the Bitcoin network, right? Just, yeah, it's just people holding onto their bits. <laughs> they're, they're sats doing nothing. Yeah. But now there's something to do with it, you know? Yeah. So we'll see, we'll see how much, uh, value can start moving in that network, you know, it'd be interesting. Yeah. And, and these, these sats, with uh, NFTs associated to them, I can see them being more valuable than a single sat, right? So, well, yeah, that's the point, right? Yeah. So I, I get it. But I also do get like the Bitcoin maxis position too. Like this definitely muddies things up a bit for like Bitcoin. Yeah. Now it's going to be way more complicated to explain yeah. to like, you know, the world and trying to convince them like this is new money. It's like, yeah, you might get some money there that has like this weird fucking like nude attached to it. Yeah, don't but ignore that. You know, but that's money. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> don't don't you know? You can always don't block look at out those pictures. Yeah, you can block out all those files associated to that sat I'm sending you. Yeah, so you I don't can, know. It's kind of like those rare quarters that are worth more. Interesting. Good hmm. point, dude. Yeah, uh, yeah, different kind of like uh, inscription <laughs> currency. Yeah. <laughs> Like, you know, we kind of do like to collect currencies, right? Yeah. Digital currencies. Yeah, they yeah. have their own history, right? I would say so. Like the old two, $2 bills, mm -hmm. the old version of the dollar. Yeah. Yeah. Good point, dude. Yeah, that, that is kind of cool. But, I mean, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> but still, I like this. I, I was all in favor of it. I like to see Bitcoin finally do something, <laughs> you know. But what's your prediction? Is it going to get... Uh, Bitcoin approval proposal pass or I, I have no idea. I don't know how strong that ma that Bitcoin maxi sentiment is. Like how much control they actually have over. Yeah, the, that's oh. a good question. I don't know either. Yeah, I don't know the internal governance mechanisms in Bitcoin. But I, I always figured if if it becomes a problem. Well, the way that it, I, I think the way that it happens is like people just accept this update. Somebody's going to make the update because okay. it's open source. Yeah, true. And then miners get to decide. Like I want to support this wow. chain. Oh, Lord. Are we talking another fork here? Potentially? Maybe. Maybe. It's like Bitcoin. Uh, a fork only exists if people like have support for it. Well, there's, clearly there's support being generated here. Well, there's people using this idea, but yeah. is, is it support? I don't know. I would support the fuck out of this if I was a miner. Dude, this is more transactions, more fees, as opposed to a Bitcoin chain where this type yeah, of shit isn't happening. I guess happening. you're just moving Satoshis now. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, like, you have a dormant do-nothing chain or an active, well, lively one filled with activity. And, yeah, and but you know, most it, of their it, income comes from the generation of new Bitcoin. Yeah, I know that, but don't you want more income, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Because you're still doing that, but yeah. then you're adding on, like, an actual, you know, fee component because you're, again, you're actually doing something of service here. Like, you know, you're actually supporting real trans transactions that are happening. You yeah, know? yeah. I don't know. I think this is here to stay. This is interesting. It's definitely here to stay because it's, it's already Yeah, here. Yuga Labs is in. I think that is the catalyst you would expect. Yeah. Some sort of like big entrant. So, I yeah. mean, 
U Labs has the power to move markets. So that means like every probably blue chip NFT is probably scrambling to figure out how to like, like do their own ordinal <laughs> project. Yeah. They're probably like scratching their heads like, how do I do this? <laughs> and then, yeah, whatever entity or project or protocol that capitalizes on that makes it easy for everyone to do it. Yeah. Then we're talking mania. Yeah, there's a new open sea out there on yeah, Bitcoin. Exactly. Blur who? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Ethereum NFTs, nah dog. We're talking Bitcoin <laughs> inscriptions all day. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then, then there you go, dude. We got manias, we got bull markets. Yeah. As long as they call they they maintain the the word inscription. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. I think that that's a good distinction between like Bitcoin and everything else. Everything else is an NFT, but we got inscriptions. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see how the public reacts to this. Yeah. Though. It's going to be interesting. All right. Yeah. I guess we'll call it there. Yeah, that's it for us. Let us know if you have any questions or if you have inscriptions. We, we definitely want to hear the <laughs> the experience in purchasing these inscriptions. Yeah, for real. I'm pretty sure it's uh, not fun yeah. at all. <laughs> and uh, let us know what you think about Gary and everything being a security. And other than that, follow us on Twitter at the Block Runner, at Meadowzone.io, and at Roby AI, and we will catch you in the next podcast. Peace. <laughs>